This episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast is brought to you by Richest Billiards. 5815 Weber, not your average hero's new name, same place, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. I am the Main Event Player, the Super C, the God among gods, the King among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch, walking God's green earth, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are bound for glory, and we are ready for tonight's Impact Wrestling's biggest event in all of professional wrestling. Bound for Glory 2020. It's taking place tonight on pay-per-view. You can also check it out on Fight TV as well. And plus, there is going to be a special match that's going to take place uh, on YouTube, on Facebook, and possibly on, uh, I believe, Impact Plus as well. There's going to be an extra match that's going to be added. We'll talk about that in just a moment. We're going to talk everything about Bound for Glory and all the matches. And not only that, we're also going to take a look at the history of Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory and you know give you my thoughts about what I think about the event and so much more. And plus, there are a couple of things that we're going to talk about and some involve Impact Wrestling. Oh, I'm sorry, not, sorry. Some involve AEW. Some involve what's about to happen at Hell in a Cell tomorrow, which we will also talk about. And a musical note so to speak. But anyway, speaking of musical notes, and this musical note will be a whole lot better than the one I was talking about, let's get into some music, shall we?
was an old classic song right there that was released back in 1992. That was Helmet doing In the Meantime, off the album Meantime. Actually, if I were to pronounce this correctly, I think it was... Yeah, I was right. I was right. <laughs> On the album in the meantime. I haven't heard that song. Last, the first time I've ever heard this song was back in 1992. And I was listening to uh, a show that happened on C101. I would listen to it on Fridays. And it would be called, for those of you that are, are you know, that remember Metal Shop from a long... And I'm not talking about the ridiculous metal band that you hear over the fucking show. I'm talking about Metal Shop. The show! The show among shows. I'm talking about Metal Shop. Uh, you would hear it on the radio late at night, probably at midnight or 11 o'clock, I think, if what I remember that correctly. Um, man, um, when I was listening to the radio show, uh, Metal Shop, uh, they would perf- uh, they would show all these bands or play all these bands that you would never hear on the radio, right? And it's crazy. It's crazy because... Back then, I think in 1992, you couldn't hear certain bands like that on the radio. You could only you could only hear it one time, and that's really about it. And it gave a little bit of exposure to Helmet and everything, because when I first heard the song, in the meantime, I thought it was a good song. And then, of course, came the ever-famous um, Unsung, and that was a... That was a song that pretty much made him and put him on the map and everything. You know, I remember that song very, very well. It's still one of my favorite songs of all time. But I think in the meantime was just a lot better than, you know, unsung, if you know what I'm saying. But anyways, if you guys are interested in listening to Helmet and listening to that song that you just heard from, um, what you call it, from Helmet, go over to Spotify and look for Helmet and look for the song in the meantime and it'll be right there for you you can listen to it on Spotify on Apple Podcasts on Google Play on music uh, on Apple Music or whatever it is you find your favorite music in every single way possible now ladies and gentlemen we're on the road to bound for glory and we're getting ready to check out What's about to take place tonight with Impact Wrestling's uh, Bound for Glory? So there's a couple of notes that we need to talk about here. Uh, later on today, uh, possibly, uh, the, the time here says about 11 p.m., but in actuality, I think the time over here, over where they're at is going to be at 11 p.m., but over here in Corpus is going to be about, I'm going to say 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, I think. Bound for Glory is going to be, and I think this is, it's a live countdown to Glory, the official Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory. So you'll be able to see that. There's supposed to be an extra match on there, which we will mention here. As a matter of fact, let me see if we can go ahead and look for Impact Wrestling on this Wikipedia page and everything. And we found it right here. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Now, I'm just going to talk about what's about to take place as far as that matchup goes. Let's see. Okay. So, we got... Ah, here we go. Um, All these matches have been added on and stuff. EC3, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. The uh, Call Your Shot match, that's the one that... uh, Oh, wait a minute. Oh, crap. There's a lot more people on this than what I thought. But anyways, in the beginning of the matchup, uh, this is going to take place at Bound for Glory. Uh, I think... Let's see if okay, it's gonna be the Rascals, Dez and Dez and Wentz, Dez and Wentz. That 
Sounds a bit funny. <laughs> They're going to be in a tag match against the Deaners. And Cody Deaner and Cousin Jake. Why, why, can't it be, why, why can't they be just called Cody and Jake instead of Cody Deaner and Cousin Jake? If you think, if you think about it, <laughs> I'm making a criticism about this. If you think about this closely, the Deaners, shouldn't it be Cody Deaner and Jake Deaner? That way it would work out perfectly instead of calling him Cousin Jake. Hey, Cousin Jake, how's it rolling? Just fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But that's what's going to take place in the countdown for the Bound for Glory. So when you get an opportunity, check it out on YouTube. Check it out on Facebook. And also check it out on Impact Plus. And see Bound for Glory live as it happens on pay-per-view and so forth. And I'm going to give you my thoughts on all the matches in just a few moments. Now, let's talk about what I know. We are going to talk about Hell in a Cell for just a moment. Now, the reason why I'm bringing up Hell in a Cell is because there's only a couple of matches that have already been announced for Hell in a Cell. Because we're going to talk about that tomorrow night, but we're going to talk about some of the matches that are going to take place in this particular event. So let's see if we can search into the Hell in a Cell event. Um, my, my, come on. Keep, keep, come on, there we go. Much better, much better, okay. <laughs> I was having a tough time trying to look around to see where the fuck it is. Okay, here we go. Hell in a Cell 2020 has a picture, oh God. You know, I was, and it, well, it was 99 cents, but now that's out the window, so we don't have to worry about it anymore. Okay, now, some of the matches that are going to take place here, there's about one, two, three, four, five matches. Five matches have already been announced for this. Now, uh, now, like I said, I'm just going to announce what the matches are. I'm not going to give you my predictions on each one of them just yet. That's going to be happening tomorrow night um, on the event of Hell in a Cell. So, for the Hell in a Cell I Quit match for the WWE Universal Championship, if Jey Uso, and there's a, been an added stipulation on it. Oh, wait a minute. Mm, okay, well, we'll talk about this in a moment. Okay, the I Quit match for the Universal Championship is going to be Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. And now something has been changed. Because now we got, on one side, we got Paul Heyman is going to be in his corner. And then Jimmy Uso is supposed to be in Jey's corner. Now, in this one, it says here, if Jey Uso loses, he and Jimmy will have to become Roman Reigns' sub Substance, sub, sub, what? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let me see if I'm pronouncing this correctly here. Um, subordinate, sub, What? <laughs> I can't pronounce this correctly. Okay, anyways, here's what I remember. Okay, well, what's gonna happen? And I think from what I heard is if. If Roman Reigns wins the match, if he beats the Usos, they are out of the of the clan. They're out of the Samoan dynasty, says Roman Reigns. We'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow night when we get the tomorrow when we get the opportunity. Also for the another Hell in a Cell match, Drew McIntyre goes one on one against the Legend Killer Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. 
Should be exciting right there. Hell in a Cell for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I still say it shouldn't happen no matter what. Because even though it's absolutely stupid for these two, uh, two people to be involved in this match. It should be just a regular match. But who am I to complain? Who am I kidding? Who am I to complain? <laughs> Bailey going one-on-one against Sasha Banks. We'll talk about that matchup. We know that the contract is officially signed, and that's done. Now, two more matches have been added to Hell in a Cell, and no doubt more matches are going to be taking place tomorrow, which I will also announce on the Main Event Talk podcast. Jeff Hardy will go one-on-one against Elias. Yes, the returning Elias. And uh, I just have one question for everyone here tonight. Who wants to walk with Elias? No, nobody does. But here's the thing, and and once again, it was one of those things where I'm not going to mention who's going to win, who's going to lose, but I think we have an idea as to who's going to win and who's going to lose in this matchup. So, now this match. Oh, God, this match. I saw it coming a mile away. I knew this was going to happen. And I, I would like to personally shoot the person that decided to put this match together. Because, number one, it makes no sense. Number two, I didn't want it to happen. Number three, more importantly, if this happens, I'm going to find... I'm going to head over to the Performance Center, or I'm going to head over to WWE Headquarters. I want to find the person responsible for putting this match together, and I'm going to shoot him in the fucking head. And then after that, I'm going to go to the person himself and then shoot him and create mass hysteria, so to speak. (laughs) What am I talking about? I'm talking about The Miz, one-on-one against Otis. Yes, the, the Miz going one-on-one against Otis. You heard me right. Now, there's something to this that now, and it just, it was, it was apparent from the start. I saw it coming. I saw, I saw what I saw on SmackDown. And, and I'll talk about that tomorrow as well. And, and, and just to add this up, just to make everyone believe that this is completely the stupidest thing they've ever heard in their lives... Otis versus The Miz with the Money in the Bank briefcase on the line. Oh, yeah. And you see where this is going. And and I don't like it. I hate it. I want to shoot the people involved, sort of. And create mass chaos, so to speak. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that just a little bit more and everything else like that. Hell in the Cell tomorrow night. We're going to get into all the matches and possibly, no doubt, more matches coming along the way this coming Sunday night on the WWE Network. Okay, now that we got that part out of the way, let's talk about another thing that I know. Let's talk about something else that I found out that I found out about. Mm, well, this happened on Monday. No, no, no. This happened on Wednesday. I'm sorry. And, um, boy, I don't know if I should do it. I, <laughs> oh, God. I, I, just to kind of give you an idea, because you're going to see where this is going. Let me see if I can find it, if you don't mind. Because it is still the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my fu- It was entertaining. It was entertaining. The main event will admit that. It was entertaining. However, what happened 
was God. Was it absolutely ridiculous? And God, this had to happen, didn't it? I mean, this, this just had to happen. Why? What was the necessary need to pull this off? Why do we need to pull this off? But it happened. It happened. And it's still being talked about to this day. Now, what am I talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to sit back, relax. Let me see if I can play this a little bit before something goes on or something goes something stupid, if you don't mind. Let me see if we can get to it. I hope we can get to it. If we don't, then I'm going to have to shoot somebody in the fucking eye. If we, Well, actually, I don't have to shoot anybody in the fucking eye if it doesn't take place. Because if it does take place, then okay. But if it doesn't take place, then I don't have to worry about watching what I fucking saw. You know, the whole... <laughs> You know what I mean. But anyway, oh, here we go. Now, just to give everyone an idea of what it is, I'm going to entertain you a little bit. Well, actually, this is sort of entertaining, but it's also going to be one of those things where I'll be like, why? What am I talking about? I know some people are like, what the fuck are you talking about, Fermi? You've been saying all this stuff. What is it? What are you talking about? Do you remember, and I think I said this, do you know this whole thing that's been happening involving Chris Jericho and MJF? Do you know about the dinner date? The steak dinner? Well, ladies and gentlemen, right here on this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast, you're about to hear the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen and heard in the history of pro wrestling. There are some people that are going to like this shit, and there are some people that just want to commit suicide just so they don't have to watch this abomination that is pro wrestling. Here we go. Good evening. My name is Velma. I will be taking care of you guys. Sir, I can see you are already enjoying a nice glass of our red wine. You're stretching it. I've I've had better. Velma? Uh, her name is Velma with a V. Got it. Completely yeah. understand. Thelma, here's my order. Okay, sweetheart. I'm going to need a 20-ounce porterhouse steak with a baked potato on the side, and I'm going to need that sucker well done. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Velma. I would love a porterhouse steak, also 20 ounces, also with a baked potato, but I'd like that cooked medium well. <laughs> Sweetheart, my apologies. I'd like you to strike down that last order. I'm going to have a 20-ounce porterhouse with a baked potato, and I'm going to need that medium. Well... I would like a porterhouse steak, 20 ounces, with a baked potato. I'd like to change the temperature on that to medium rare. Thelma, please strike my last order. I would like a 20-ounce porterhouse steak with a baked potato on the side, and I'm going to need that rare. Velma, forget my previous order. I want a porterhouse steak, 20 ounces, baked potato on the side, and I like that cooked blue, <clears throat> a.k.a. Extra bloody rare. Come on. Okay, great. What are we doing? What are we doing here? What? We've been sitting here for 20 minutes, haven't said a word, you've been rude to everybody. 
Who's I been even rude, rude to, to the valet guy? Rude to the to the old lady on the on the steps downstairs. You know, we're gonna have this town hall meeting next week with the inner circle to talk to the man on the street to find out what the general consensus is as to whether or not you should join. I don't even know if we should even bother. What's the point? Chris, let's cut through the bull, okay? You and I both know this is a gigantic opportunity for both of us. We're the two biggest stars in all of professional wrestling. Us working together, man, the demo god, and the ratings ruler? All right. Let me just say this. Cut through the bull. The ratings ruler sucks. People love it. It's terrible. It's got about as much chance of getting over as Orange, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> See? We're already getting through our differences, Chris. I mean, come on. Just picture it. Us. Together. Like the wallpaper sticks to the wall. Like the seashore clings to the sea. Like you'll never get rid of your shadow. Chris, you'll never get rid of me. Let all the others fight and fuss Whatever happens We've got us We're closer than pages that stick in a book We're closer than ripples that play in a brook So wherever you'll find him, you'll find me just the Closer than a recliner thrown in that honey's forehead geyser me. We're closer than snakes are, they slide through the grass. We're closer than Cody is to a jackass. Not a soul can bust this team in two. We stick together like glue. And when it's sleeping time, that's when we rise. We start to swing. Swing to the sky. Don't chime. What a surprise. They, they ring. A ding ding. Happy New Year. And now to repeat what I said at the start. You'll need a large crowbar to break us apart. We're alone, but far from blue. Before we can finish, we'll make the town roar. We'll make all the late spots and then a few more. We wind up at dailies and then the fourth floor. Life is gonna be we while we for my shadow and me. Say, Chris, what is it, Maxwell? Would you do me a favor? What do you want now? Would you mind taking it one more time? From the top? No, from the ending. Wonderful! And while we are swinging, to mention a few, we'll drop in a Chili's, hey, young buck, screw you. We'll beat up a Moxley, whatever we do. Yeah. Life is gonna be we while we
Oh. Chris, this is rare. Like, like rare, rare. It's disgusting. I mean, we're gonna have to send this back. Velma! Okay, you just heard it. I just heard it. I saw it. The entire wrestling world saw it. It was the biggest talk going in in the history of pro wrestling. Now, I know some people are probably thinking they, they want my reaction. They want to know what I think. They want to... I know everyone's given their reaction. Some hate it. Some like it. Some want this to die of a horrible death and others find it to be entertaining. Now, let me give you one part. It was entertaining. Yes, it was. It reminds me of the Firefly Funhouse match. Think about it. The match was pretty entertaining to watch, but then it died of a horrible death. Yes, it died of a horrible death, because even though the right man won that night, it just didn't make any sense. I, 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 wanted, to, I, I wanted to inject fluid inside my stomach, and I wanted to watch myself die after watching what happened and everything, so you can kind of see where this is going. So now, after watching this whole dinner date involving Chris Jericho and MJF, now, to be fair, it was entertaining, it was good, it was great. MJF is the best heel in the business. Chris Jericho is... It's Chris Jericho. And the thing is, it was the best thing going on television. Nobody... This will be better than anything you've ever seen. And I recommend everyone to watch it again. Yes, I recommend everyone to watch it again. Now let's get to what I really feel about this fucking shit. Okay, now, I'm watching this, okay? And I'm, it, it, this, it, I, where? Oh my fucking God. Where, do I, you know what? I thought, <laughs> Oh God! I th- I thought I thought the Miz getting a shot at the Money in the Bank contract at Hell in a Cell was the worst thing that could happen. Oh no! <laughs> no, no, bloody no! This was the worst thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Now. I know some people are going to probably be saying, well, Furman, what about the musical like that happened a long time ago with The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin? No, you see, that took guts, that took effort, and it was live! It was live! And plus, you had two of the biggest names in all of pro wrestling. This! This! What, what, this! Was, what the fuck was this? All right? This is exactly why NXT doesn't insult my intelligence. My fucking God. You mean to tell me... You mean to tell me people found this entertaining? They found this good? (laughs) Chris Jericho was singing off-key. It was not choreographed. Oh, my God. This was an abomination, okay? It fucking sucked. Chris Jericho... A singer for a band called Fozzie. Here's the thing. 
I, 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 there are some people that have been saying this and they said this throughout the entire day or throughout the past couple of days ever since they saw that. They said that MJF sang a whole lot better than Jericho. They're probably right. The whole thing with the medium state. Now, let me, before, before I continue this any further, let me, let me tell you about how I think the storyline should have worked, okay? I, obviously, it was going to be a comedy act. You saw it coming. I saw it coming. The world saw it coming. It was going to be a fucking comedy act. Well, Furman, it is supposed to be comedy. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun now. Okay, you got two top guys that need to either kill each other with baseball bats. Well, they should, after seeing that, people should be killing themselves with baseball bats. But you got two heels. Let me calm down with this for a moment. And kind of give you an idea of how I think this should work out. Now, the dinner date comes out, and I, I like how, well, I liked how it sort of began with the whole steak thing and everything. Although, it's just steak. It's just steak. It's like me telling Hector, I want my, I want my ribs, I want my sausage medium rare, okay? I want it to the fucking bone, and everything else like that. No, I mean, I, I've cooked a couple of times. Let me tell you something. That is the shittiest looking steaks I've ever seen in my life, Okay? It looked like, and I'm sorry to visualize this, and and I apologize for what I'm about to say. It's like loose vagina skin that you just want to say, I'm not fucking that, okay? (laughs) No fucking way I'm fucking that shit. That's what I was looking at when I saw that shit, all right? And then, then the musical note comes in. And I'm like, okay, what are you kidding me? If this was me... No, number one, I like I said, the steak thing, I wouldn't mind. But then I, I'd like to see like some sort of negotiation, some sort of talk. Something that will get me to say, oh, well, this is good. I mean, you know, Jericho and Mox, uh, Jericho and, and MJF are having a discussion about what they want to do with this whole thing. And then, you know, everything looks good. And, you know, I wouldn't add the musical note. I would have them go somewhere other than the restaurant that they're in. Right, uh, I would have them go to another room, have the, talk business, kind of like something from a mafia movie, something like that, but not turning into some ridiculous. You know, I mean, you know, anything was better than this. Anything was better than this, but unfortunately, we got it and it happened. Okay, now as I stated before, there are some people that do like this. And they do. It's no lie. You know, some people do like this. And then others just want to shoot themselves in the fucking head with a cheese grater. All right? I know that I know that didn't make any sense. But by God, what I'm looking at doesn't make any sense either. So what the fuck is the point? The thing is, this thing with MD... What is it called? The Tony Award nominee. Tony Award nominee! You call this a Tony Award? What the fuck is a Tony Award anyway? Why, why do they even call this a Tony Award? Why, why can't they call it a musical note? Or something like that. This is the worst thing I've ever seen since High School Musical. No fucking shit. You know? And, you know, it's one thing when you add music to wrestling... That's fine. You put music on an entrance. That's fine. If you try to sing, a couple things. Number one, if you're talented enough, that'll work. If you're not talented enough, don't sing. It's like Austin playing guitar. It's a bad idea. Entertaining, but it's very bad, okay? No offense to Stone Cold Steve Austin. But the thing is, I mean, this was just... I mean, with 
what was what was the point? What, what was what was the point? My fucking god, this was this was borderline ridiculous. This was borderline stupid. Okay, I don't understand it. I don't get it. But then I realize it's AEW. It's AEW. I mean, what 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 do you expect them to do? Change their change their fucking metaphor or something like that, just so they could be a whole lot better as a wrestling company? Give me a fucking break. They haven't done anything yet that that gets my attention. They haven't done anything that that spices up my interests, you know. But what do you do? What do you do at this point? Oh, and 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 let's go a little further, okay? This whole thing, the whole thing with and and, and to 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 to, <laughs> to conclude this, my thoughts on this whole thing with MJF and Chris Jericho. I don't know exactly where this is going. I'm kind of hoping it leads to a point where Chris Jericho turns into a babyface somehow, and then maybe MJF will possibly run the inner circle. I think that may happen, if it happens. But we'll see where the fuck this goes. We'll see how this whole shit happens. The next thing I wanted to talk about was Kenny Omega. Okay, I wanted to talk about that. Now, I saw it. I'm not going <laughs> to... Okay, so originally, Kenny Omega was supposed to have a match against Joey Janela, or as we like to call him in the business, Jelly Janela. And he was um, he was infected with COVID nineteen, and uh, and here's one of these things. Despite the fact that he has COVID nineteen, you know, a lot of people feel sorry for that. So do I. Okay, I don't wish bad upon the guy. I, I think he should stay home. I think he should stay home within two to three hundred and fifty years until he's ready to go. And why two hundred and two hundred days and everything else like that is two hundred fifty? Well, you know what I mean is the fact that we just don't want to see him in the ring anymore. And come to think of it, nobody wants to see him in the ring. And it, it doesn't. And it's not just me. It's not just the pro wrestling fans. It's the AEW fans themselves. They don't even want to see this guy in the fucking ring. So what are you doing? And I already knew what was about to take place. I already saw it coming. So his replacement, Kenny Omega's replacement for the tournament to decide who will be the next number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship, it would be Sonny Kiss. And my view of it is, oh dear fucking God. Now, here's and here's my point of view of Sonny. Sonny, unfortunately, he is a man. Yes, Sonny is a man. That's the truth. Despite that he has a... Let's not talk about that. Uh, despite the fact that he is a tremendous athlete, and, and, and Sonny is a tremendous athlete, I'm not going to lie. Great wrestler, okay? But his needs are suited more if he was in Las Vegas as opposed to him being in the fucking ring. But that's just me talking. That's just me talking. The whole crazy thing is... So he's replaced... Joey Janela is placed with Sonny, and Kenny Omega comes out to the ring, right? Now, and I mentioned this on a previous podcast, where Justin Roberts, the worst ring announcer in the history of this business, all of a sudden, I mean, I, I, here comes Sonny, does his injuries and everything else like that, and then Justin Roberts goes ahead and puts out all of these ridiculous metaphors and calls and everything, and calls... I, I didn't hear exactly what he said, but it kind of reminded me of what happened at the all-out pay-per-view. Remember 
when uh remember when uh i think it was hangman adam page and kenny omega when they were introduced as tag team champions now when hangman was introduced he was just introduced as hangman adam page like that and then when kenny omega shows up all of a sudden, you can tell. You could tell Justin Roberts was paid by Kenny Omega. You could tell that. You could also tell because when you heard him scream out, it should be Kenny Omega, like that, right? Instead, it was Kenny Omega. And I'm just like, really? Really? You're you're introducing you're you're introducing Hangman on page like hey he's there and then all of a sudden here comes Kenny Omega yeah like are you fucking kidding me are you insane that's exactly what happened in this match all of a sudden Justin Roberts is giving out this whole fucking message Justin Roberts is going out and saying all this stuff about Kenny Omega and then the rest is fucking history and then oh oh it gets better it gets better. The match took place, Kenny Omega wipes out Sonny, and then it lasts about 30 seconds. 30 seconds, that was it. Kenny Omega wins. Everyone's been saying that he's a heel now. When was he ever a heel? More importantly, when did he start becoming a heel? Oh my god. Kenny, Kenny Omega, this is the thing, and people are starting to like... It's like the presidential debate, which that's also something I want to talk about on the next episode of the Maybe Talk podcast. They're giving me this stuff about, oh, well, Kenny Omega's going to turn heel. Kenny Omega's going to be the man. Kenny Omega's going to be the next world heavyweight champion in 2021. If that happens, I'm going to throw my television set off the fucking roof. All right? And they'll buy me a new one afterwards. But anyways... This was just, I mean, obviously, we, we all see where this is going. Follow along with me on this one, if you will. We know who's in the tournament. We know that Kenny Omega is on one side of the tournament. And on the other side is Hangman Adam Page, who had his win over, uh, I believe it was called Cabana. So now they get an opportunity to, they're going to they're gonna meet each other at the end at full gear on November 7th. When Kenny Omega goes one-on-one against Hangman Adam Page and winner moves on to the moves on to be the number 1 contender to take on at the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Now, here's the thing. And as I'm looking at this calendar, November 7th is on it's on a Saturday night and it's going to be um the first week of November. Here's the thing. I hope AEW. I mean, this is this is my thought on it. I hope Hangman Adam Page wins. I hope he gets an opportunity at the world title because he's someone that should be the champion. And if you put Kenny Omega as the AEW World Heavyweight Champion, I swear to fucking God, it's like looking at The Miz becoming the WWE Champion once again. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's stupid. And I think I don't want to see it. I don't want I don't want it to happen. On the other hand, then you got the AEW fans that want to see this fucking bullshit because my opinion of a my opinion of Kenny Omega was exactly my opinion of him from a year ago. I said this dude is not a star. He's still not a star. He isn't. 
Okay? Kenny Omega loses to Chris Jericho. Not once, but twice. Then he loses to... He loses to John Moxley. Done. Then he loses to Pac. He tapped out like a little fucking bitch. Now, in 2021, it'll be the year of Kenny Omega. And as we speak, Kenny Omega will be responsible for the demise of AEW. I see it coming. I see it coming. It's going to happen. But we're going to talk about that and so much more in the next couple of weeks. When AEW presents Full Gear, which is going to take place live Saturday, November 7th, on pay-per-view, and so forth. Now, let's get off the subject real quick, and let's talk about... Let's see if we can get to the Impact Wrestling event, because we're going to be talking about some of those matches. They're going to take place at Bound for Glory, if we can get to it. Okay, here we go. Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory. Now, we talked about one match is going to take place over there. Um, uh, let me give you my prediction. I think the Rascals are going to lose against the Deaners. That's what's going to take place at the, the middle of the countdown show. Can't wait to show that over on my Main Event Talk podcast. The next match up here, let's, let's, let's look at some of the matches. There. There's going to be seven. There's eight matches altogether, but we're going to talk about the seven matches that are going to take place here. Now, here is the one I talked about a couple of weeks ago. It's the Call Your Shot gauntlet match where the winner could choose, and I think I mentioned this already, where the winner gets to choose a championship match of their choice. If Heath Slater and Rhino wins, Heath also earns a full-time contract with Impact Wrestling. If e- And here's something else. If either, if neither wins, then Rhino is fired. Hernandez will enter last while Rhino uh, will enter first. So that's uh, the thing I found out about this situation. So who's involved in this uh, in this call your shot gauntlet match? Um, Ace Romero, uh, Alicia Edwards, Brian Myers, Havoc's involved, Heat's involved, he, uh, Hernandez is involved, Larry D, Rhino, uh, Taya Valkyrie, Tania Dashwood, Tommy Dreamer, and more to be announced on this. And and honestly, I'm going to go ahead and go with Heath on this one. I, I, I think he's going to win it, obviously. He's going to win a contract. He's going to win an opportunity at the title. And that's going to keep Rhino's job intact. So, you know, you kind of see that coming along the way. This one, uh, and also I want to get this out of the way. Big shout out to Ken Shamrock. And the reason why I say that is because, as you guys have probably already know, Impact Wrestling is going to have their uh, yearly Hall of Fame. And the newest inductee into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame is none other than Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock is going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame this year, the world's most dangerous man. And I'm very, very happy that uh, Ken Shamrock is getting an opportunity to be inducted in this year's Hall of Fame. And I'm happy for him. And also, um, the big question that remains, and I know a lot of people have been asking me about this question, are we going to see, are we going to see The Rock appear <coughs> and give, I guess, induct 
Ken Shamrock into the w, into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. Now I know it would make sense for Ken Shamrock to be uh, for The Rock to induct him in the Hall of Fame because you know after all was his was his greatest rival back in the Attitude Era uh, during the Intercontinental Championship matches. I've seen it, you know, and I witnessed it and everything. And Ken Shamrock definitely deserves to be in the Impact Wrestling World. Uh, Hall of Fame, especially with uh, some of his work in Impact Wrestling. He was the first Impact Wrestling World Champion, or actually he was the first NWA World Heavyweight Champion and got this whole thing started with Impact Wrestling or got this whole thing started with TNA back in 2002, so he definitely deserves to be in it. Now, speaking of Ken Shamrock, he's going to go one-on-one against Eddie Edwards, a former world champion, and Sammy Callahan is going to be in Ken Shamrock's corner. In this match, I'm obviously going to go with, uh, as much as I'd love to go with Eddie Edwards in this one, I think Ken Shamrock deserves to win it, you know, to me, just because of the induction in the Hall of Fame. And I think Ken Shamrock has got some momentum going and everything else like that, so we'll see what happens at Bound for Glory. EC3 going one-on-one against Moose. Now, this whole thing with Moose and this whole thing with uh, EC3... I'm really starting to like what EC3 has become. He has become a completely different person ever since what happened. Ever since what happened, uh, I think, when he was left by the WWE and he comes back stronger than ever. And now Moose and EC3 are going to be meeting each other at Bound for Glory. And this should be tremendous to check out. From Moose Nation, he is the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Impact Wrestling, Moose! It doesn't matter how I got this championship. The truth of the matter is, I stand here, your TNA Heavyweight Champion. That means I'm the world champion. That also means I'm the real world champion. Moose! When I told you I was going to destroy this, I was telling you the truth. This represents my internal conflict. This represents what I thought was everything to you. But you're not here. Moose, the longer you wait, the closer I am to going full tilt John Doe Psycho Boy on this title. Moose, I know what it feels like to be helpless. Scott, Scott, he has pictures of me in the gym. He has pictures of me checking to my home. Do you really think that my priority right now is your stolen prop? He is playing with me. He's, he's, he's like everywhere I go. I mean, you have to do something about it. Time is running out. Moose, valiant effort, noble try, but it just wasn't good enough. I'm going to destroy this. Give this the death it truly, epically deserves. In death, we pay homage to nostalgia, and we burn it down. What the hell is this? Nothing lives forever. Moose, look at you. You're pathetic. But when you are fully committed, fully prepared, you will make the journey. You will cross the bridge. Is this what you seek? A false title for a false idol? 
go to hell, you stupid son of a bitch! Classic banter, Moose! Real witty! Quick the joke, light up your smoke! You don't know nothing about me! I am a damn wrestling god! You are a fraud! You are pathetic! You are a joke! You are a laughing stock! Cross the line. Fight me. I'm gonna take off this bread! You son of a This whole story involving Moose and involving EC3 is getting interestinger and interestinger by the times. And to me, with all due respect to Moose, Moose is a great athlete. Moose is a former football player and everything else like that. But we're talking about a former Impact Wrestling World Champion. We're talking about EC3. And he's made a huge impact ever since returning to Impact Wrestling. And speaking of EC3, he's making waves all over Ring of Honor as well, which will also talk about sometime in the near future but as far as this matchup that's going to take place between ec3 and moose i'm going to go with ec3 he's got a ton of momentum he's gotten in the head of moose and he is not only going to destroy moose in the middle of the ring he will take the impact wrestling world championship and he will also pretty much destroy the legacy of what he used to be believe in the narrative of ec3 also, a six-way intergender scramble match for the Impact Wrestling's X-Division Championship. Ragu, or Rahid, or whatever the fuck he's called, will be defending his championship against Chris Bay, <clears throat> Jordan Grace, TJP, Trey Miguel, and Willie Mack. Who is my winner in this one? I'm going to go with Jordan Grace. Uh, I think for some odd reason, I think she's going to not only... Uh, change Impact Wrestling for the X Division Championship, I think, you know, they're going to go with the whole new meaning to the term no limits in the X Division. A fatal four-way match for the Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Championships, the Motor City Machine Guns to defend the titles against the good brothers of Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, up against the former champions, the North, and the team of Austin, uh, Ace Austin and Madman Fullen. I like the Motor City Machine Guns chances, but if history has, you know, taught me anything, I think Impact Wrestling is going to have new tag team champions in the form of the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers had made themselves a good name for themselves in professional wrestling, and no doubt they'll be able to walk away with the Impact Wrestling World Tag Team titles this year if they defeat either of these teams. Diana Perrazzo is going to be defending her Impact Wrestling Knockouts Championship as she goes up against Kylie Ray. And this is a situation where you got Kylie Ray, who's pretty much their version of Bailey, as far as I'm concerned. And to me, as much I, I, I like the journey where this is going as far as, you know, how we got here and everything else like that, as far as the exhibition of the women's championship match goes. So in this match, I'm going to actually go with, um, there's one person I definitely want to go with. I, I'd have to actually go with, uh, 
I like, I, I, you know, for some odd reason, and I'll go with this. I think Deanna Perrazzo is going to retain her championship. But I also believe, I think Kylie Ray may win it. But for some odd reason, if most of you guys have heard about the story, you know that Deanna Perrazzo broke the arm of Susie. And Susie has a different character to her in the form of her... Um, the 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 other character that comes out, no doubt she'll probably make an interesting return if it happens at at Bound for Glory tonight. So we're gonna see how that goes. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Gianna Perrazzo to retain her championship. I think it's gonna happen. With all due respect to Kylie Ray, I don't think it's her time yet. I think Gianna Perrazzo has all the potential in the world, and I think. You know, she's she's got a mean streak going and she's going to make headlines and she's going to do what she can to retain her championship. So Kylie Ray is going to put out a good effort. I think it will happen. But also, I think we'll see, you know, what goes on in this whole thing with Kylie Ray and Deanna Perrazzo. Now for the final match, the final match for the Impact Wrestling World Championship this this story has been going on for a very long time now, and now it comes to here. Bound for glory for the Impact Wrestling World Championship. Eric Young to defend his championship against Rick Swan. Um, and to me, and this is just my opinion, this is just my prediction on this one. I think Eric Young is going to win. I think he's going to be able to defeat Rick Swan because we've heard the story. Uh, with Rick Swan uh, about the murder of his father from years ago and the fact that her mom had died of a heart attack in her room, in her, in her bed. Uh, we've heard all the struggles that this man has went through. And then we also heard the struggles that Eric Young had went through to get to this point at Bound for Glory. But in this match between Eric Young and Rick Swan, it's all about experience and it's all about trying to make an impact, an impact wrestling, so to speak. So the main event is definitely going to go for Eric Young. I think it's, it's good that he's a champion and it's good that it's going to happen. But also, a lot of people have been asking me, why do I want to go for Eric Young? What, what's the purpose? Why, why does he deserve to go after the championship? Why does he deserve to hold on to the title? Experience... He just left the WWE several several months ago, and he's made some huge waves here in Impact Wrestling. So I see Eric retaining the title. But if Rick, you know, Rich Swan being the champion, you know, he went through injury after injury, and he's trying to come back from it. As much as I'd love to see Rich Swan win the Impact Wrestling World Championship, if he pulls it off, I'll be surprised. But at this point, I'm going to go with Eric Young, you know, simply because of the experience and simply because of the fact that, you know, of his experience in the WWE and the whole nine yards. So Bound for Glory, guys, it's going to take place tonight. Check it out on pay-per-view. Check it out on Fight TV. Uh, there's going to be a countdown show that's going to take place before all that goes down. 
and everything. So check it out on Facebook, check it out on YouTube, check it out on Impact Plus and everything else like that. And as always, um, follow the main event talk right here on uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash at main event, real main event talk. You can also follow me on Instagram, instagram.com slash at main event player. Follow me on Twitter as well, twitter.com slash at main event player. And also subscribe to the main event talk podcast and listen to everything that goes on and everything in professional wrestling. And tomorrow we're going to be talking about Hell in the Cell and so much more. Hell in the Cell is going to happen tomorrow night on the WWE Network. We got some matches we need to talk about and probably new matches coming as soon as it takes place. But tonight, it's all about Bound for Glory. It's all about the road to Bound for Glory. It's all about the X Division Championship, the World Heavyweight Championship, the Tag Team Titles, and so much more. Check it out as it happens on Impact Plus, on Pay-Per-View, on Fight TV, and so much more. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time or tomorrow on another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said. And let me take you back to an event that took place at Bound for Glory at 2008. I think you'll know this song quite, quite well.